And we're back. I'm Gideon Hodge with a Strange Strange World quarantine episode uh, here with three of my close friends, Aurora Walker, Gretchen, and Jesse Farmer, if you'd all say hello. Hi, guys. All right. And uh, today we're going to talk about a fun topic, uh, introducing or dealing with the uh, random oddities that take place from time to time at the Disney parks. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, because nothing strange happens at Disney. No, nothing bad ever happens there. <laughs> I've never uh, been. You've never been to Disney World or <clears throat> any of them? Okay. So, uh, let's see. How do we want to jump in here? I've, I've been there a few times. I am definitely a fan of Epcot Center. That's probably my favorite. It's also the place that has the best food, which is why I go there the most. Well, that, makes that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pay all that money to fly out there, get a hotel, uh, get into the park, so I can go to restaurants. Yeah. That's roughly that what vacationing right. for adults is, is simply just eating in a different location. That's true. Yeah. Or as I like to call it, so it's called the World Showcase. They have different restaurants and themed villages from around the world. Or as I like to call it, adventures and day drinking. <laughs> yeah, I always Much just, I call it the parent trap. <laughs> for real, though. I mean, it's the area where they corral the parents. I mean, they've got that marketing down to a strategy, though. I mean, there's a reason it's a multi-billion-dollar industry unto itself. Right. Well, Jim Gaffigan said he was waiting in line for, for the Dumbo ride for three hours. He's like just a bunch of adults staying with these children, staying in the sun for three hours. He's like, I expected at the end of the line there wouldn't be a ride, just some guy with a mirror pointing at me and just says Dumbo, and then that was the entire ride. <laughs> Because you're an idiot to stand in line for a freaking elephant. But standing in line is half of the adventure. Yeah. Now, before I had ever actually... Oh, wait, no, I had been there. I had been there as a child, and I had gotten to go on the It's a Small World ride. Mm-hmm. Have any of you ever been on that one? Or no. Are you familiar with that I've ride? never been. Oh, that's right. We went over that. Okay. <laughs> so It's a Small World is kind of like the World Showcase, where you go through all these little villages, and there's all these, like, dancing dolls that sing about It's a Small World. After all. And that song is on loop while you're going through it, which isn't bad because the ride's about two and a half, three minutes long as you go through all these little villages. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. My aunt one year went there and the ride stopped moving. Oh, goodness. But the music kept going for three hours. She was stuck in there for three hours? For three hours with, it's a small world after oh. all. And that's when all it's... the dolls brought out their <laughs> knives. And now she's brainwashed. And now <laughs> we can't find her. Call, call, call my therapist. <laughs> Tell him he's a rich man. We think she's a sleeper <laughs> She just rocks back and forth in the corner every family gathering now. Sadly, I never got to experience Disney World until I was on my senior trip in high school. And... Uh, I guess, like, I was more disenchanted with the fact that it didn't, like, strike me as so magical as I once perceived it to be. And, like, I'd always, like, heard this hype about, like, oh, you always have the best time, and you always, you know, you're you're so close with everybody when you're there, and, you know, there's such great memories to be made. And I'm like, we were dicking around, like, half the time at the park. And then whenever we had to go to grad night, <laughs> when we had to go to grad night, there were people, like, doing drugs and sneaking alcohol into the park and passing out on the sides of the fucking sidewalk. And I'm like, yes, this is so magical. I can't believe I've waited all this time to experience this. Well, see, doing minis in the bathroom stall? Yes. Pretty much. See, you're all... The thing is, we're all so jaded as teenagers, though. Like, I just, like, nothing impresses you at that age. You're just professionally like, oh, what is that? Well, that's why it's predominantly for smaller children. For small children or adults. Because at 35, I squealed like a small squirrel girl when I saw Blue. 
I just saw somebody in a blue costume, and I ran up and hugged him and got my photo with him because I was the the happiest I could possibly be. (laughs) All right. So let's get into the actual stories. So the first one, so they um they have codes that they use to call over the radios so that way when there's an incident going on at the park, they don't necessarily alert everybody, all the customers, not customers, what are they called? Guests. Mm-hmm. That like, oh my gosh, there's something bad going on. For instance, uh, the code for blood is Baloo. There's a Baloo at blah, 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 blah. You know, we need somebody to go over there for cleaning, you know, so that way the other park guests aren't like, why why is somebody bleeding? What's going on? What happened? You know? It is. That is fair, though, because blood is one of the bare necessities of life. It is. (laughs) The simple bare necessities. Yes. So (sighs) one day taking this this, uh, cast member, that's what they call all of their workers, cast members, uh, was taking a stroll around the club, uh, Disney Club. Uh, to check on things when uh, they spotted a, spotted a small boy uh, about two years old taking a massive dump right in the middle of the play area. Oh, God. He sees me, starts to cry, and runs away with nothing, no clothing on the lower half of his body. Uh, <laughs> I get on the radio and can't think of what to say as we didn't have a code for human feces in the play area and a naked kid running around. So I called in. I have a code... <laughs> I have a code poo situation in the play area and piglets on loose. Oh my god. <laughs> oh bother. Uh, Where were his parents? So this is obviously not airing in China. No, I guess not. Oh they're, they're a little sensitive about code poo. Oh. Oh, like Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. They don't yeah. like because people keep comparing the 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 dictator of China to Winnie the Pooh because he looks like Winnie the Pooh. Oh, really? Yeah, so they yeah. banned Winnie the Pooh in China. Are you kidding me? No. That's, that's a real little, thing. That's a little sensitive. Yeah. Hmm. Just a little bit. All right. Uh, here's another one. When I was working in the front in front of a character line, I saw a Make-A-Wish complaint happen. Oh, boy. Make-A-Wish complaint? The guy who was next in line shouted, I wish my kid was dying so we could skip lines too. <gasps> what wow. the fuck? What ensued next was what one of the garbage? right. So apparently, it was some disgruntled parent who saw a Make a Wish kid getting to go to the front of the line because the kid's dying of cancer. So that was so selfish. Right, right. So you know, there's there's just there's classy human beings everywhere you go. Uh, what what the um. Worker says, she's like, what ensued next was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. The entire line of people who had heard it began booing at him, shouting at him to get out of the park. And a group of about 45 people followed him around for an hour, complaining to his face until he couldn't take it anymore and left. I kind of love that. There's nothing unusual about that. That's actually quite satisfying. Oh, man. That's actually what I was about to say. What's (laughs) life simple pleasures? Just seeing people get what they deserve. Instant karma. Yeah. Instant karma. Yikes. Oh, my gosh. All right. So we had a guy nicknamed uh, Smiley that liked to pleasure himself on the rides. Oh, goodness. Don't you guys have, like, security for stuff like that? How did he do it enough to get a name? Yeah, he, he had, issues, that right. Did. Smiley, they knew him. They're like, "Oh, it's Smiley. He's back." Oh, he's back. Get the bucket. What a jerk! Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm dead. 
<laughs> we were told to look out for him and report it to the appropriate people if we saw him. I saw him once while on the tram, but thankfully not during the act. But legend had it, he was finally caught after trying to pleasure a horse on Main Street. So, and this is where I'm going to bid you guys a pawn <laughs> and excuse myself from the, po- the rest of the podcast. Walt is just rolling over. So yeah, I want to know how he got away with doing it often enough that he got a nickname. Because you would think after the first offense, after the first offense, that he would end up uh, getting kicked out of the park. Yeah, you would think there would be like a zero tolerance for that sort of thing. We got some guy jerking off on the rides. Oh, all right. Boys will be boys. Move along. There's nothing to say here. Everybody deserves their dreams, right? It is the magic kingdom. What? We need to get both sides of the story, right? Oh, my God. No, I'm sorry. At that point, you have forfeit. I'm sorry. You don't get (laughs) to give your version of things. You don't collect $200. Get out of the park. Doesn't Disney historically have this, like, phallus type? They historically have, like, a a phallic type obsession? Just based off all the conspiracies from the old... VHS movie covers like the Little Mermaid. The... Well, the Little Mermaid, the top of one of the towers is a dick. Yeah, straight up, that's a penis. He's just carrying on the tradition. Yeah. Oh, will be proud. I see. And then there's Terrible. the priest with the boner. Right. Terrible. In Little Mermaid. Now the next one's a little underwhelming. Uh, basically, just says I worked in Frontierland at Magic Kingdom, and there was this woman who randomly started dancing in front of Splash Mountain. Okay, I mean that seems pretty. I mean, I randomly dance sometimes. Oh. Okay. Now that okay, at first glance it seemed all right. So now normally it wouldn't be an issue, but she was wearing a dress and nothing underneath. Oh. And started doing flips and flashing people. Oh, oh honey, yeah, why? Kids bark. Honey, when, why? Self awareness. Da 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 da. So when some managers and security tried to round her up, she started running and yelling how her boyfriend was Peter Pan, and she was just waiting him to take her back to Lever- Neverland. It was a fun day. And this is why people do need to have be screened. Don't do at Disney people. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. I'm like, are we going to have to fucking start screening people before going into family amusement parks? There's always weirdos, though. I used to work at the box office. I once had a woman come up and ask for a ticket into Disneyland. She then placed a box on the counter while she was looking for her wallet. I don't know how she managed to get past get that box past security. I see a picture on it, and then I see dates and realize they are the ashes of, I'm assuming, her little girl. (gasps) Oh. Oh my god. I had to keep her at my window while I waited for security. It broke my heart, but a lot of people like to dump ashes on rides, and it literally gets vacuumed up at the end of the night. Oh no. Why do people do that? Spreading their kids' ashes where, at their favorite place, I but, guess. Well, I mean, but wouldn't they ask permission from the park first? Uh, they were probably hoping to just do it on the sly and not get caught, which oh, is Lord. what it sounds like this lady yeah, was trying it's to so do. It's so incredibly selfish to think that, like, you own the ride, you own the park, you can dump dead people's ashes on it, and everyone Also, I've heard it's suffer. not good to dump well, yeah. ashes because of all the chemicals that are used. Yeah, that's exactly what I was Breaking down for... Like yeah, that those well, ashes are not. it's highly toxic. Yeah, and those ashes are not good to that, spread yeah, out. Yeah, that's somewhere. definitely a, a health like the, issue, guys. Literally the worst type of Nesquik ever. Oh my Ew. fucking god! Yeah, it tastes terrible. I want to yeah. be. I want to be buried in one of those little tree bags. It's keto friendly, but I would yeah. do that. Yeah. Or get or get myself condensed down to a jewel. Ooh. I'd be this gem that's passed down through my family for generations. Uh, It'll be haunted. You would. I'd be like a kidney stone. All right. You would be a rhinestone. I am a rhinestone. Jazz hand. Yeah. Uh, most people who worked at Magic Kingdom in the early 2000s heard of or met Towel Baby. 
Is this like Smiley? Who are we, what are we getting Towel into? Baby. Several times a week with annual passes came to the Magic Kingdom with what a couple came to the Magic Kingdom with a, what appeared to be a swaddled infant. However, if you look closely, the woman was carrying a rolled up towel wrapped in a hospital newborn blanket. The man was always very gentle, leading his wife through... Oh, this is going to be sad. Oh, no. Leading his wife through security and into the park. I'm not certain if they went on rides, but I know for sure that they always asked for a table for three at restaurants. The story legend was that the couple had lost an infant in years prior, and the woman fell into a deep depression and became delusional. The only thing that kept her somewhat fun functional was fussing over this towel and coming to the Magic Kingdom. Oh, honey. I've heard of that. Where they, like, there's some there's... women who will get like re really realistic baby dolls and treat them like real babies, too, after they've had a loss like that, and it really psychologically breaks them. And you, especially when you go to a place like Disney World where like you're surrounded by families and children and right. everyone living their lives and enjoying you know the love and comforts that most people don't get afforded and it's just heartbreaking all right how about you like not read me any more of these fucking sad stories all right this one doesn't this next one doesn't seem as sad uh as a space mountain cast member at walt disney world we would rotate positions every 45 minutes i was at load which is where the people start the ride and this guy was very nervous in line arguing with his friends in another language uh he's guessing portuguese uh, he got on the rocket, even though he seemed nervous, and before I sent him off, I made sure he wanted to go. He nodded and continued into light speed, which is exactly about 25, 27 miles an hour. After, well, at Disney World. Yeah. After a few minutes, the ride was emergency stopped, and a code that was familiar but I couldn't recognize was called over the intercom. I saw my supervisor sprinting downstairs to the doors to the ride. He had gotten off the ride. Oh, oh Jesus. He had just decided to get off. The creepy part of this story is that we all searched the building for about an hour. Lights on, 50 people searching, and no one found him. Uh, what? So this man got off the ride, went down about 200 steps, and somehow found the exit, never to be seen again. That is terrifying for their security, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, like, how the hell do you well, know there's you security no cameras everywhere? Like, somebody? Anybody? So begin the uh, intro music for Unsolved Mysteries. Fucking straight up. If you have any information about this Unsolved Mystery. Haunting the Park. Only explanation, obviously. It was Disney. Was the ghost of Disney. Yes, the ghost of... <laughs> Which <maybe>. one? <laughs> Walt. Who else? Uh, I work at Walt Disney World as a cast member. The worst night was during the... Uh, one night during the fireworks ex exits, we had a bunch of 21-year-olds being dumbasses on the resort platform. They started punching each other in the arms, being pricks to each other. One of them ended up missing his friend and cold-clocked a 12-year-old girl. Whoa. The 12-year-old girl's dad had to be about 6'4 and 320 pounds. Ooh. And built. I mean, really built. Oh. It took it took four security guards and two Orange County deputies to pull the guy off the bloody pulp that remained of the kid. I bet. Oh, my God. His friend ended up jumping into the bushes to get away from the seriously angry father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah. Oh, Bye. Fucked with the wrong. <laughs> this reminds me of a story. So I used to go to this all-night diner. Um, after like in my clubbing days and I, we asked one of the waiters there what his craziest story was of what had happened. And he said one night there was two tables full of guys that were arguing with each other. He's like, and then they got into a fist fight. Two tables was about five or six guys each full fist fight. He's like, then their food comes out mm -hmm. and these drunks all stop fighting <laughs> and sit, sit down. down to eat their food. What the hell? 
And they're still eating their food when the police show up a little bit later. The great unifier. Yes. Good Drunk and hungry. Lord. Yes. That reminds me too. Well, Somebody when cold I'm... clocked my daughter though. I'd be on them. Yeah, too. yeah, I'd be I pretty be angry. I mean, uh, I wouldn't need some twelve sandwich eating motherfucker yeah. to slap no, some no, no, kid no. around that was hurting Somebody my kid. Cold clocked. No, this was their dad. The this was the, guy, the kid, the girl's dad. Well, no, I'm just saying, I, I, I wouldn't need a man's assistance on that one. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> mama instincts go in there. You're like, uh, uh-uh. right. <laughs> we're probably the most dangerous in that situation. When I was, uh, I have a tigress, bitch. Yeah. When I was working at Quick Trip uh, one morning, we had this regular customer, but he'd occasionally come in with his uh, with his son. His son was maybe like nine, ten years old, and this guy was always pretty quiet. Uh, regular guy came in, get coffee, whatnot. But I, I'll never forget one morning he came in, and there was this young guy who came in, and he was on the phone. He's one of those people that just, you know, is on the phone like I'm way more important than I really am. You know, blah blah blah. Just everyone hearing his conversation, kind of shit. And he's over there uh, by like the fountain area on the back side of the store, and my uh. My, the, my regular customer's just making his coffee, and his son's over there getting a soda. Well, the guy's on the phone, but he starts cussing. He starts cussing up a storm. And, you know, the, my quiet regular customer is like, hey, man, can you can you not? My, my, my kid's right here. You know, I appreciate it. And, and the guy's like, hey, dude, this is a free country. You know, I, you know I'm, I'm on the phone. You don't have to listen to what the fuck I'm saying. You know, blah, blah. So this goes back and forth. And I've never, I mean, the guy said two words to me. He says, good morning. He says, thank you, that's it. He's never wanted to talk. He's never one of those customers to really to open up or anything. His, even his son's very quiet while they're in there. And <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't told you guys this story before, but the, the, it escalates to the point where the guy, the, uh, the, the, the young punk, I'll just put it this way, mm-hmm. is like, well, all right, man, you want to take this outside, basically? And, and, oh. and the guy, I'll never forget it, because at this point, they had, he had made it to the counter with his call because he was trying to pay and leave. He slams both fists on the counter, looks at the kid and says, we're not going to make it outside. And the and the creepiest part wasn't that. It was the son just out of nowhere saying, Daddy, no, please, not again. <laughs> oh! Oh, no! And oh, no! The guy, here, like, no was good. like, all gung-ho, like, hey, let's fucking do this. And when the kid said that, the guy was like, yeah, I'm out. says <laughs> <laughs> he was gone. I'm glad that the kid had the, the young guy had that much like self awareness to be like, oh, this is a bad situation. I just I got like myself to, into. You never I like know to who imagine, you're fucking though, with, right? You never, yeah. you never know who you're fucking. This with. This is true. I like to imagine though that the dad and the son got back to the car, and the dad it's just like high fives the son, like that was perfect. That was, nice that was perfect. That well was awesome executed, touch. son. Just like we rehearsed. Well, that, just right, like right, rehearsed. right, right. Good job, son. <laughs> you did it. So I'll just teach my daughter that line that if it's ever. Daddy, no, not, not again. Not again. That's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, all right, so, so next one, and then I want to get to the, the clincher of the episode. Uh, this was one where they had, uh, when I worked at Wilderness Lodge, we had a guest that was visiting the Fort Wilderness campgrounds. He stripped down to his red boxer shorts outside one of the restaurant windows, then proceeded to run through the campground from security. Somehow he found a backflip leaf blower, put it on, and continued to escape security. They finally found him passed out in a utility shed, all curled up at the at the curled up to the leaf blower, wearing nothing but his boxers and covered in scratches from the woods. Drunk? I would hope so. Yeah, you hope he's drunk. Otherwise, there's just no excuse. Disney seems like the worst place to try some harder psychedelics. Right? Like, or the best. <laughs> no, I mean, they just want to get arrested. Yeah, it's like the well, most. 
Like, yeah, if you're going to get triggered by some wild shit, like, they purposely have designed some wild shit. That's true, yeah. I would not want to be tripping no. and be on some of those rides. You can, rides. like, be in an empty room with some psychedelics and see dragons and shit. Like, what if there was literally a goddamn dragon? You know, like... Just... You just see a giant mouse walking What's, towards uh, you. What's the Imagination you Ride with the Purple out. Dragon? And the, the song Imagination? Yeah, that would be really loopy to be mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. Alright, Disney. Uh, hopefully they don't they don't have my face or name. Once right shrooms are legal, that's gonna be a ride at Disney. Oh, just well, just make an Alice in Wonderland ride. The trip. There you go. They'll just call it the They'll trip. Just call it the trip. Am I like gonna Let's be go that bitch trip, yeah. for suggesting that I feel like you you could have deliberately done a deep dive and found way worse stories to read to us, but maybe you're trying to be a little more sensitive to the uh the younger audience listening to this right now, kids, please don't attempt any of this fucking crazy shit. Well, there's that. Uh, I, I wanted to keep a little lighter note. I, I, there's, you know, there's enough true crimes podcast that goes through the really dour, awful stuff. I feel right. like I don't necessarily need to tread through that. Um, the funny stuff is good. There you go. And don't get me wrong. Like I, I have, ha I have covered some very odd and bizarre, and even a little, uh, you know, I, I try to keep it sort towards the bizarre though, and not necessarily towards the dark. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, There's now, enough macabre in the world right Very now. much so, very Legit. much so. And the, the True Crimes podcast, like I said, they are very much deep into that terrain. Uh, it's already covered. I, don't well, I like didn't I'm... mean as in, like, depressing. More like just obscurity as far as, like, really wild shit taking place. Well, I mean, you go with what you find. I dug around for a while. This is what I came up with. Although there was an urban legend about Disney World that I did want to find out about. Mm -hmm. And the urban legend is, okay, so Disney World has a claim. Their claim or their record is that no one has ever died at Disney World. That and seems like horseshit. It seems mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. Now, there the thing to keep in mind. Well, so, well, I, also I find that questionable. That legend you're talking about, but where they've talked about stories where people who were like, in the middle of heart attacks or like emergency situations were literally transported off the park property so if there were were was like some sort of complication with their recovery or whatever help they needed from ems mm -hmm. and, and they died well they didn't die on park property and that's the truth really yes so i that's verified horrifying. that so basically what disney has done and the, the, keep in mind like orlando is a giant tourist destination but mm -hmm. disney is still the king of that realm right so i'm sure they have worked out a deal with the coroner's office and the police department at whatever expense from them right. but no one has ever declared dead on disney property is that like a waiver you have to sign no. at the door whenever you, you go come in? You go in, you buy your I'm ticket. Die while you're here, just like no. <laughs> yes, can you please just, please sign, just sign here? Waiver, you're dying. <laughs> what is, what does Take this your meds. <laughs> <laughs> Verify <laughs> that you will not be uh, deceased uh, yeah. while you are on Any Disney grounds. Any bodies that actually do die oh. on the property are just thrown into the fertilizer pack for the Tree of Life. The circle of life. The wonderful thing about Disney is Disney doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> And which I find so strange it's the though, because place on Earth. they definitely cover the death situation very thoroughly in a lot of their animated films. Lion King, uh, Bambi, you know, like all these like deaths of parents and Old stuff. Old Yeller. Yeah, I mean, like, come yeah, on now. That got me as a kid. That was so Fox and the Hound. Oh. But then again, you know. Oh. But but guys, yep. magic kisses wake them up. <laughs> they get woken up. That old bitch and up is dead as fuck. They're just That's sleeping. 
They're just sleeping. But Aiden, our, our daughter Aiden used to do that when she was really little, I guess because she watched so much Disney. She went through this phase for a little while where it was, she would pretend to be asleep, but she would say, I'm dead. And then she would wait for someone to kiss her on the cheek. And then instead of saying, I'm alive, she would go, I'm happy. So it was either, I'm dead. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm dead. And she thought it was endlessly hilarious. I can empathize with that. That's That was basically me in college. I was either dead or happy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Sounds about right. That sounds like modern existence. Like so that. yes, uh, that that sure, rumor, kid, that know? rumor about no one is allowed to die on Disney property though, and that is the rule. That's crazy. You are not allowed to die at Disney World, and it has been confirmed also by Snopes. Really? Yeah, Snopes even covered it. Wow. And it is, it is confirmed. So that is our little, and I'll you know I can do another deep dive later, see if I can come up with more bizarre stories for next time. Um, but sure that is, there. that sure. is, um, strange, strange world. Uh, we are going to go ahead and sign off. Thank you everybody for joining us today. This is, uh, Gretchen, Jesse Farmer, uh, Aurora Walker. And, uh, this is a strange, strange world.